Welcome back to the Bad Balance Podcast and welcome me back to the United States because I was in Europe, I was in Scotland specifically playing golf with a company called Manners Golf and uh, I loved all their stuff. I was modeling for them so everyone's calling me a model now which I am, I am not a model for the record but it was just a great time and I really have always loved their stuff. So once I got there, I thanked the team at, at Manners, Luke, the, the founder, uh, the co-founder I should say and Alex and all these guys and I told them how much I love their stuff. And then they were like, oh, well, thank you so much for that. Actually, we're, we're completely rebranding. And so I was like, okay, fair enough. And I can't really get into the rebrand. I can't really get into the clothing especially. But basically what I can say is, is the mission statement at Manners is the fact that they want to bridge the gap between tradition and where the game is going. And that there is a clear seismic shift in golf right now that – that golf is not the game of old, and especially in this culture that we're in now, we're in, we're in less of, of what I call romantic culture, and we're definitely more in a rebellious culture, especially with as much division that's going on throughout this country. It's, it's less that way in Europe, but even more so, I think it's just the way of the world. But to kind of bridge the gap, to be like, we love this game. We love where this game came from, and we love where this game is going, and we want to bridge that gap. All to say... The game is changing, but yet at the same time, we want to honor the tradition and honor the fact that the most fun thing we could do is hit a golf ball 300 yards and put it in a hole that's dug in the ground. And that we don't want to forget that, but we also want to respect where the game was, the pioneers of the game, but also bring more people in, um, kind of changing up the tradition in a way that is respectful yet inviting and less rebellious, but bringing the romance back to the game. We didn't really get to talk about that much on the pod, so I want to get that out of the way. But first, here is Harry Styles. Welcome back to the Bad Bounce Podcast. I am back from Scotland, which was an experience of a lifetime. Josh the model. Kyle did a great job of taking over. How was it? How was hosting? It was so stressful. Was it different? It was different. Yeah. yeah. I like to just ramble on and have you control right. the pod. But now I had to do that. Yeah, and you and had, had to two keep ramblers. myself in check. Yeah. Wait, did you did you feel yourself wanting to just ramble? I wanted to just go so hard. On a on a topic, and I had to change it. We were just we'd talk about tacos for half an hour. Right. If I didn't, one thing that happened since then is that the PGA Tour announced that the new elevated events will be limited with no cut. That's a little similar to something. Exactly. I just can't put my finger on it. And then the Live Tour, which is probably what. Oh, you're that's what it is. The Live Tour. Puts out a tweet that goes, imitation is the greatest form of flattery. Yeah. They use the, the meme of, of Arnold Palmer making a Arnold Palmer. Yes. Elevated <laughs> events. No cuts. Yeah. 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 Did they make that meme? They made that meme. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Yeah. And so that was just, I know that you're, are you still pro-live? I'm still pro-live. How do you feel about live since, let's say, the genesis of live? Because I think live has lost myself included, a ton of people in the it's process. It's lost a ton of just, I don't know. All of us loved it. I think most people actually loved it at first in our circle. I love Liv, but now watching the PGA Tour, yeah. it's, 
how can you not love the PGA Tour as well? Sure. And I actually took some time out to watch the live golf coverage, and it is actually terrifyingly bad. I like it. I like watching a shot every second. No, that's true. They did, but it's just the production was bad. Yeah, they're trying and, to make it too fun. And also too cool. The the whole leaderboard on the left, I don't know if that's just something you got to get used to. It does feel like they're trying to copy NASCAR in that way, right? But and the um, team names. The team names. I can't yeah. get over the team names. I can't either. And it does it still goes back to I just don't think the guys are really that into it. It still feels like they're just happy to be there. That we could talk about later. But um, so when that when that PJ Tour news came out, it just felt like they were copying Liv and almost giving their hand over to Liv when it felt like they had the upper hand. It gave Liv a little bit more power to it, say, hey, look, what we're doing is right because the tour came out and copied us. And that conversation just got refired up when Liv was probably at a low. They had PGA their first Tour event. was at their high. They at their high. The live at their first event, and overall the ratings were terrible. No one was watching, and the proof. And it seemed like the general public was very not on board with the live. Let's just say it that way. And then this just gave them so much credit. Kyle De Silva, what happened? What happened is, is they realized to compete with Live to ensure that they stay ahead of them, that they had to follow suit. Otherwise, these big. Charles Howell won $4 million. Yeah. That's but, more than his three events in his career. But the, the, the money's stayed the same. On the tour? On the tour. No, they're elevated, elevated. events. I mean, Kurt Kitayama yeah. just won 3.6. No, it's 3.6 that they're going to win. Okay, okay. But at the same time. Did you see the, the payouts for the players? I didn't, not yet. If you finish in the top 50, let me find this. You make six figures. Okay. First wow. place is like six million. Second is three million. Third is one million. Third is a million dollars. That is insane. I remember the first time when they broke KJ Troy won and it, it broke the two million dollar threshold. Everyone was freaking out. Seven million dollars is six million dollars. That's insane. Yeah. But also in, in that same breath, it, it just feels like the tour guys. Basically came out and were like, we need guaranteed money. We don't. We need some events where they don't have cuts. We need something WGC style to come back. And and again, like, yeah. that's still only benefiting the best players on the PGA Tour. Sure, exactly. It's it's, it's got to be the people at power like Rory, JT, Rory, JT, Jordan. Probably went up to Jay Monahan and were like, look. The live whole structure, we want that. We want guaranteed money. Yeah, we want it in our own way. We want it in our own way. And we want we don't want to share that with a full field. So now the purse is shrinking to sixty five people, sixty four people, and they're able to make a ton of money with no cuts and all of that. Okay, so here I have it pulled up. This is the actual list. First place for the players. For the players, okay. four and a half million dollars. Okay. Second place, two point seven million. Okay. Third place, one point seven million. Fourth place, one point two million. Fifth place, one point oh two million. Right. Sixth place, nine hundred thousand dollars. And this is a full field. This is a full field. So wait till that shrinks to sixty four. I mean, fortieth place is a hundred and eight thousand dollars. Right. And so if you shrink it to sixty four, I don't even. 
then you know they're making astronomical numbers. So, so wait, how, what's the lowest? I, what's the lowest on that list? It might after the cut, it might be sixty-four. Sixty-fifth place, which is the cut, fifty-three thousand. Okay. So the money would be the same, but they would be guaranteed to make that certain amount of money. Right. So this live structure, the guys clearly somebody went up to them, were like, "We want this." Yeah, they demanded it. They demanded it. They, they demanded and it, and they got it. But it shot themselves in the foot, and they have to play the events, same as the live structure. Yes, exactly. But now the rich, the problem with the with this is that the WGC was like four or five events a year. This is a full on 20, 20 tournaments a year, and it shuts out people like. Notably, James Hahn, who complained about it, right? Right. Who's not playing as well as he used to. He may have been... Now, why would he not go to live if they offered him guaranteed money? I don't know if they would offer it to him. Maybe they would. I don't think they have, because he has been very pro-live and hasn't gone, which probably shows that he didn't get it, which is beside the point. I think he's just trying to make a point overall where he's like, the rich get richer, which then Rory said he wasn't in the room. This is pretty disrespectful to not hear our case for it. And it's just like... What is the case for it? How does this make golf better? I don't think it does. So it's not the growing the game. In a, in a sense, it's like, hey, it's just our best players who get to play. You don't have to watch the people who aren't in the top 64, and it puts an extra emphasis on these certain games. It makes it more like, let's say, football that has 17 weeks and 17 games. Now, imagine if there was a secondary football game on Wednesday that had all the practice squad players, and they get to and they have a separate record. Would people really watch that? Not really, right? Not really. And then they would watch the main games on Sunday. That's kind of what they're going for, and it's just I don't think that is going to work. I don't think that's golf. See, I'm already – Hearing little rumblings, too, like throughout the country clubs and golf courses I play from guys. Like, we thought that people wouldn't care if the top names were not in the field. But people do say, well, Bryson wasn't in the field. Uh, DJ wasn't in the field. Cam Smith wasn't in the field. Look at this week. Now people are starting to kind of care about that. Yeah, you see them, well, especially the PJ Tours terrible media team where they go, oh, look at the 2019 champion, Rory McIlroy. He looks ready to go. And they're like, what about last year's champ? Right. Which is Cam Smith. Cam Smith, who I saw there. on Instagram, he said that he would want to go and watch. He would want to go as yeah. a fan yeah. this week. Yeah. Right. And he doesn't know what that would look like for him. That would be amazing. That would be so funny. I, don't even I think, think he, he wants, lives there. He said he lives yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he even wants to do that to be like live versus PGA. I just generally think he loves I genuinely people. think he's a fan. And I think he just wants to get hammered and yeah. watch golf with some fans and then He's like I fans. love the event. I grew up watching the event and if I can't play in it, I want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy. And I would love if somebody tried to do that cuz how does the PGA Tour respond? I could see the PGA Tour being like you know what? Are they going to just not let him in as a fan? He I pays think, for a ticket? I mean. I think they might. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds. Really? As crazy as that Maybe, sounds. Maybe. I mean, because of the whole lawsuit thing, things get ugly. Right. Like, if it's Patrick Reed who's trying to go and watch it, you know that there's something. I bet you I bet you, Cam Smith has put the idea in someone's head at this point. To uh, go out there and watch? I wonder if they thought about it before. I'm sure they have. But, yeah, I mean, he's definitely planting the seed. I, I don't know. I've never thought of that possibility. Have you? No. No, I have I, not which at is all. Like, I'm like, how have and I not me, thought of that? That shows how much of a golfer 
Cam Smith is. Like he's just Absolutely. a fan of the game. He loves the game. But I never thought in my it, it, for so one is, second, and I might be just an idiot. Where I never thought for one second, like, what if somebody just shows up? Yeah, I've never thought about that. So is it safe? Is it safe to say that he does everything just for money? Now it could have been a great PR stunt for him to post that video because he can't play previous champion. Sure, it's an interesting time. Sure, but it also makes sense. It, I, I, I do think he just wants to go watch and have fun, and he grew up too. watching it. And I don't, I just don't think he's that like proud to be a live member. You know, I, I do think to go out there and wear a live hat. Yeah, I like. I watch. don't think he's one like, of those that'd guys. That'd be pretty, pretty insane to do. Yeah. I, yeah, he wouldn't do that. But like Bryce, Bryson's very proudly live. Mm. Like when I talk to him a little bit in Vegas, he's very pro live and pro what they're trying to do. He's well, very like a rebellious spirit in that sense. I guess if you go over in some way, shape, or form, you gotta be because what else are you gonna do? Yeah, you but I let, I genuinely think Cam Smith is like, I just want to make money, and yeah. I want to be able to play internationally and i want to play a little bit less if i'm honest so how much longer are we going to make these guys forego playing in a president's cup a Ryder cup the players i mean it's a little ridiculous in a way in in 10 years what does live versus pga look like i don't freaking know that's the question is this is still so new this will be very normalized here pretty soon how long are we going to do PGA versus live questions. It can't be forever. It can't be. Yeah. I'd love to see them join at some point. I think they're going to have a joint event. I think, I I mean, I think it's pretty plain and simple in front of us right now. I think the plan is let's to the best of our ability. Let's just drown these guys out, drown them in water until they die a slow death of having no world ranking points. Right. And then this this tour will die. And that is where we need to see where it's at in a couple of years. If they get world ranking points, this is a but totally different even conversation. Even without – then we go into a different realm where what if Cam Smith is tanking in world ranking points but he's winning majors? That would be the only way that he he's, keeps those world ranking points. But, but eventually – Then what would that say about the world ranking points? Yeah, which I, I totally fair. But I think the people who don't care are the PGA Tour. They don't care. Hmm. They're like I don't. I, they're like basically like I don't care. It's like the the the, the bad guy in the movies. Like I don't care how you die. I just need you to die. Yeah. I will. I I want you to die a, a slow death with the hope of glory, and it's just like you win a major. You get your world ranking points. It recycles, and then are you going to win a major every year? Probably not, especially when you don't stay in competitive tip-top shape. Because if we're frank, the Live Tour is not as competitive as the PGA Tour. I've had this argument, though, with Nico off the pod last week. Yeah. I said Tiger takes two years off, three years off, all Mm -hmm. the time. He can come back and win. Mm -hmm. So what? I feel like these guys have played competitive golf their whole life. Yeah. That they're always going to be able to keep that edge as sure. so long as they're competing. So how many of those guys on the live tour, the 64 guys on the live tour, how many of those guys do you think can can compete at that high of a level playing four tournaments a year? I mean, easy Cam Smith, DJ, Bryson, Patrick Reed. I think all those Probably, guys. Probably, I would say like, okay, so then now that dwindles it down to four. Why? What do you mean? Like those names. Like, let's just say. Yeah. I mean, I don't think. 
I don't think Louis. You don't up think there. it's enough. I don't Louis. think it's enough. I think it'll eventually, slowly but surely, dwindle these guys out, and then that tour dies. Yeah, I mean, like I've always said, why the hell would you leave the PGA Tour now if you're one of those top six? Exactly. So that's guys. basically what they're trying. They're trying to be like, okay, the PGA Tour is basically being like, we're going to protect where, all the big names. This is where I wanted to get to uh, towards this whole thing, and we've been talking about it probably for way too long, but. It's like we want to get to a point where I don't care if we look like we're imitating Liv. We can imitate Liv until Liv is gone. Yeah. Then no one will know that Liv even existed. And it's like if we imitate him and we take flack for that for two years and then eventually nobody gets world ranking points and Liv is gone, this, then this was a success. This to me, one, they're appeasing their stars. But two, I think they're taking a gamble on the fact that because of this, people won't leave one. And two, if they do this, then – uh, I think they're taking a gamble on the fact that they think that Liv will never get world ranking points. If if Liv does get world ranking points, they have to merge. Like you're telling me, even if DJ falls out of the world ranking points and has to qualify for the U.S. Open, that he's not going to do it. Ooh. I think he's going to do it every year. Sure. I think Bryson's going to do it every year. Sure. Yeah. If yeah. they have to. Yeah. If they have to. Yeah. But again, how many of those guys are there? There's probably now like with the new live structure too, because all these guys have basically lost their sponsorships. They all have now ownership in their team names and the merch, so they're all going hard on that shit. Yeah, they're making money. They're making money. So and when you give the initiative to the players like that, I just don't see them. Yeah, but then again, it away. You, how many? They of those know guys? no one's watching live. They saw only three hundred thousand people watched it. Right, and uh, I, I forgot what it was like. Some uh, college sport had more views, right? Or it was like America's Funniest Home Videos had yeah, more yeah. views than Live. Yeah, that day. on the same chat on the same network. But yeah, it's they I know that. that. But how many guys are there who will qualify for the for the U.S. Open on the Live Tour? Let's say it's five or six. I years. mean, I still think like Charles Howell would all the time. Yeah, but you get I one still think all it. those guys on the Live Tour, yeah, you know, could qualify for an event sure. at any given moment. Sure. Yeah, but not all of them, right? And so I think they're just banking on that. Like, it, there's less chance of it than if Liv guys got world ranking points. Yeah. Liv does need something to convince these young guys to come over. All right. We should probably go into something else, yeah. right? L- last thing I'll say. If the, Liv guy, if the Liv tour gets world ranking points, this conversation will sh- seismically shift. I guarantee it. Yeah. Seismically shift. Right but now, I think that's open events with cuts. Yep. Yep. It's the only way. Only way. And uh, yeah, so someone's got to go against their ways. PGA Tour already did it, so it'll probably back Liv into trying to figure out how to do that. Yeah, yeah. But once, once, when, if and when Liv gets world ranking points, this conversation, the, what the PGA Tour reacts will be completely different. I'm just waiting for Liv to try and create their own major of sorts, right? And that's going to be interesting, right? Like who knows? Buying the course above Augusta and stuff. Right. But none of that will matter until they get world ranking points. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on. The Arnold Palmer Invitational. Let's just run through this quickly because this is just a loaded week of golf. It was such a great tournament. You liked it? I loved it. So this is your type of tournament. The course was playing so hard. So hard. So hard. And it put a premium on people who hit fairways. The guy who led the week in driving accuracy was? It was not Kirk Kitayama. Yeah, it was. Really? I know he led it in in, uh, greens and reg. Yeah. but driving accuracy, driving accuracy too? Accuracy, yeah. Good for him, man. So that was, you know what? 
That was so anticlimactic for you, Josh. I'm so let's, sorry. Let's, let's fact check that. Let's fact check that. I know he led in greens and reg, but I know he also hit like two balls out of bounds during the event, which no winner has ever done. Right. Two balls out of bounds on the weekend. So, And his driver swing looks a smidgen squirrely, but who am I to talk? I, I, I am on record, and I will be on record again, where tie the lead in driving accuracy, yes. I, I am on record that I have a hard time watching Kurt Kitayama play golf. Why? That swing. Just the finish. Just the and whole the... thing. I'm just like, every time I watch it, I'm just like, oh. Same with Scotty. Hey, Grace. Same with Scotty. I just have a hard time watching. You have a, a hard time watching Scotty Scheffler play golf. Is Dude, that, that what you just said? That foot slide is just. I know you're a swing coach, but Scotty Scheffler, that's like poetry. It's not golf. And let's get let's get back to topic. Kurt Kitayama. No, no, no. Let's not. Dude, <laughs> you you think watching Scotty is poetry? It's like giving an artist a blank canvas and telling him to paint. What do you mean? He not looks telling like him what you just. He say looks paint. like he's gonna tear something every swing, and like he's gonna fall and like hit his face in the mud like a seal when they like dip their head into the. Thing. No. Negative Ghost Rider. Every time I look at that's where like Scotty he, is. I don't think Scotty is good for the game of golf. You, what? When, because the whole thing about the game of golf is once you play golf, you love it, you're hooked, you can't do it, you don't want to do anything else in life. The whole thing is bringing new golfers into golf. I don't think Scotty brings new golfers into golf. How do you, what, what are you even talking about, Josh? So you think, you think Scotty brings new golfers into golf? I think Scotty made me like golf again. When I look at Scotty, I don't see an athlete. I don't see an athletic swing. I don't see someone that young kids want to be. Yo, are you telling me there's any kid who's out there who's like, you know who my favorite player is? Scotty Shuffler. Yes. I yes. will have to disagree with that. I think there's plenty. I think more golfers are like, I want to be like Rory. I want to be okay. like Jordan. I want to be like Ricky. Because they when look you say like Jordan, athletes. I was just going to make the comparison that Scotty Scheffler is just Jordan Spieth on steroids. See, I think Jordan... Like 2015 looks, Jordan Spieth yeah. on steroids is but Scotty Scheffler. I think Jordan can at least like hold his finish. And then two, I think Jordan, his, I think his body looks, he just looks more like an athlete. He looks like someone where I'm like, wow, that guy, that guy is a, that guy is an athlete. That guy plays sports. I think Scotty looks like an athlete with a smidgen of a dad bod thrown in there. I think he's full dad He's bod. a golfer. I think he's a full dad bod. He is also. His like, swing technically is pretty good, right? It actually it's is. It's just the finish. It actually is. That's what I'm saying. The foot slide helps him. Yeah. I'm, the <laughs> swing is pretty technically sound. It's just like he doesn't look athletic doing he it. He looks more like the average golfer than like Ro who the hell is ever going to look like Rory. It's something you try and aspire to be. But yeah. Scotty's like when you see him one hand finish freaking. No, no, dropping the club. He's, he seems a lot more relatable. Yeah, even though he is a superhero in golf, but I think when people see Rory, they're like, I think when non-golfers watch golf and they see Rory, JT, no, I'm Will Torres, with a they're like extraordinarily like hot take. But I think Scotty's going to win more majors than them all. Rory, John Rahm. Sure. Okay. I think Scotty's. No, Scotty's a hell of a golfer. That's not what I'm saying. Scotty's going to win the Grand Slam. I think. Okay. 
fair. I don't think new golfers look at Scotty and say that I want to watch golf. No I think way. New golfers, we need to have. We will. We need to throw a poll up. Sure, we could do that. But so who's okay? John Rom or Scotty Scheffler? Good for the game of golf. John Rom. John Rom. I'm not a Scotty hater either. I really like Scotty. So as a real golfer, does John Rom look like an athlete? No, but he does look big and burly. Like he <laughs> he looks. Whereas like Scotty just looks like like dad bod, skinny fat. He looks skinny fat to me. We saw him in person too. Like I didn't think. No, he's definitely not an athlete. But he's like <laughs> okay, yeah, massive. Maybe not an athlete. I think he's a fucking like golfer. That's why I like Who, him. Scotty. Scotty. Yeah, he's 100%. like a Tom Kim on steroids. No, one hundred percent. He's he's excellent. Don't get me wrong. But when like you really I, don't think? He, I mean, he's got a cool short game. He makes putts. Yeah, I don't think anyone who doesn't play golf cares that he rolls a ball in the hole. I think when they see someone swing with ferocity and walk down the fairway, they want to be like, wow, like, I want to be like that guy. Or like, wow, I can get behind this guy. Interesting. The whole girls want to do him and guys want to be him. I don't think any That's girls. That's what you want. I don't think any Scotty's girls want to do Scotty. kind of like the wholesome guy, you know. See, I think that's Jordan. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. the same. Yeah, But then I think guys still want to be Jordan. And I think girls still want to do Jordan. Jordan doesn't have any hair he's wearing a hat no one knows not that not in bed jordan's uh, okay that's not what i mean do you know <laughs> what i'm saying don't even uh, i just think i just think scotty is a type like, i don't think any i just don't think new golfers will watch scotty and be intrigued to the game or be magnetized I think, to the game of course i think the exact opposite i think they'll watch this guy finish all funky Winning the tournament. Who's this guy? It's like why people get into players like Sahith. I mean, see, I think Sahith has flair. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then I, I just think he's, yeah, I think he has a lot more flair than Scotty. Interesting. Yeah. It's like, okay, if when I watch Kevin Martin shoot a basketball, I want to throw up. But he's one of the best shooters. I don't know who that is. He played in OKC a long time ago. Okay. But he used to, like, have a, all right, anyways. What were we even talking about? Oh, okay. The, the tournament. The, so you love the tournament. I love the tournament. It was playing so hard. If you I hit mean, in the rough, you like you lost the ball. You couldn't see it. What a playoff we could have gotten. Well, yeah. What a playoff if we could Kurt, have. Wow, that would have been crazy. But good for Kurt. Good for Kurt. Because if he got into that playoff, I don't know how it would have went. Yeah. But, I mean, he's, he sacked up. He birdied 17. He sacked up. That putt on 18 was like. Unbelievable. Just put your balls in a wheelbarrow, a wheelbarrow and wheel them all over, you know? And then mark your ball an inch away from the hole. I love then, that. And then pick your pick would your. Would you have tapped it in, or would your you nuts back up? Would you have tapped it in, or would you have marked it? Yeah, I would have tapped it in. Why? Why are you? Why is he marking? For your it? moment. Oh wait, wait. Did I forget who he was playing with? That's but true. Yeah, he like putt. three putted too. He took a yeah, while yeah, yeah. <laughs> to finish the hole. That's true. So like, imagine him tapping in, and yeah, then yeah. this guy's got to go and three putt after. That's true. You know what? I I respect that. Also. If I had a if I had to tap that in, I'm like I would have been shaking. I would so have much. been like, what if I blast this thing? No, you know what I would have been scared of? Huh. I think I would have like accidentally marked, tapped it. Or marked the ball in the hole. 
like accidentally nudged it in. You know, I'm like trying to mark the ball and I'm yeah. shaking so much that once I pull the coin out, it goes in the That's hole. That's so true. I'd hold the coin at the very like back edge yeah. and just slide it gently. Yeah, yeah. And I'll just like, I think I'll just be like, exactly. And then <laughs> even if I just like try to like move and then once or I imagine, let go of the ball. imagine if he was using one of those peg ball markers, you know, yeah, with, yes, which yeah. no tour pro uses. I'm right, like right, 99%. Right. But like if he had to push that peg in, yeah, like to exactly. the ground. <laughs> I think I would have used the T for safety. Yeah. An for angled T. Sure. Yeah. Or a peg up. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, everyone Actually, goes I guess we should just tap it in. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have been terrified trying to put that ball down. Because he three putted 16, the par five. Yeah. He also had a long putt. Right. And uh, on 18, I was like, he learned from that. He won't yeah. three putt again. Yeah. But like, I didn't man, think he'd hit he it to been, just a uh, kick in. He must have been just terrified, though. I mean, good for him. Great player. Has has been a really good player in college. Played great in the Asian Tour, European Tour. People are like surprised. Every tour. I wasn't surprised. He's a great player. I just have a hard time watching him play golf. He won uh, $3.6 million. Yeah. That's what Arnold Palmer won in his entire career. Yeah. $3.6 million. Yeah. Yep. Arnold Palmer, you were celebrated with giving your entire earnings to a kid. I mean, week. it's crazy. Oh, for sure. Arnold Palmer did fine, though. He created the Golf Channel. So right, right. And a drink. What would you do with $3.6 million? God. I know it's coming, and I never prepare for this. 3.6. By the way, shame on Nico and Austin. Uh, like, Nico and Austin, they just said they're going to buy a house. Buy a house. Like, the most lame individuals ever. Ever. Like... Ever. At least that go was, put it all on red or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, three point six million dollars. Three point six million dollars. Oh man. I mean, I think I'm just. Uh, I think you said this last week, and I hate you. No, you didn't. You said something a little different. I want to create a chipping golf course. Okay. I've maybe said something like this too already. So, fuck. But I'm going to say it again. A chipping golf course. Like 30 yards and in. Oh, it's just say absolutely pristine. Yeah, you said this last time. Right? Yeah. You're, fuck. Yeah, you're done. Can I add something new? We get drone delivery service with alcohol and food. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. I want that. I wonder that. how much that would be. I don't give Yo. a shit what it costs. little <laughs> sensor in the bag. You order like a beer and a cheeseburger and it goes... <laughs> I'll drops okay. it in your cart. Honestly, it would be so cold. What do you mean? We'd have to put in like a heated package or something. You know they do that at Michael Jordan's golf course. They put they drone. They drone it. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So we didn't think of that. No, no. Okay. No. Well, I would open a Chipotle in Hawaii. In Hawaii? They don't have Chipotles and literally everyone every like I teach a couple kids from Hawaii and they're like fiending for Chipotle at all times. <laughs> Just like shaking, dude. They the have food like, in Hawaii is so fresh and good. Like, why the fuck would you want Chipotle? Because you want what you can't have. Yeah, that's a good idea, dude. Should we open, do it, dude? That's what I'm saying. Should we go in, dude? If you if you open or even a Chick Fil A, they don't hurt. They don't have a Chick Fil A there. Okay, that Chick Fil A is just easy money anywhere you put it. Yeah, so that's not as creative. But they don't have one. Like, you know how crazy it would go. It would go, it would go buck wild if you put a Chipotle in. All right, weird fact about Hawaii: you know they have the best sushi in their Seven Elevens. Yeah, is that just a hot I take I or is that no. facts? Both. <laughs> it's a hot fact. It's a hot fact. Yeah. 
No, even when you go to their stores and stuff, they have unbelievable yeah. sushi. They have like sushi. little salmon rolls and yeah. tuna rolls yeah. in Seven Eleven, banging. Really? Yeah, I think they throw their them McDonald's out. is yeah. fire too. Yeah, they have Loco Moco at McDonald's. Yeah, and they have Taro Pie. You know, like their apple pie. It's I love like Taro. Deep so fried. Much. It's like a chimichanga with like crust with like. Taro I will say it. if you I go, it sound way worse than it is, but if you go to parts of Hawaii that are like not for tourists, they don't want you there. Like I was scared. Where? I don't know. Just parts of the city that's not. Uh, uh, uh. No, parts I mean, of the not for tourists. They, I mean, they do have like a pretty, like they have like the Hawaiian gangs and stuff. Because Grace would just go on deep Reddit channels looking for the, the best pokey on the island. <laughs> we showed up and like everyone just gave us a stink eye. And I was like, we need to get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Like, it's one of those secret spots that's like laundering They're like, money. yeah, what are you doing do a, here? Do a pokey store? Yeah. That's hilarious. All right. Again. Where the hell were we? Okay, the AP. Well, we're kind of over the AP. Yeah, right? G- great event, great leaderboard again, and then finally the young guy wins. The 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 no name wins finally. Yeah, which because Davis Thompson didn't win in in the desert, right? And then Kurt Kitayama wins. Finally wins this. Who who was the other one who didn't win? Um, Nick Lashley or what was no, his name? No, not Nick Lashley. Nick Thomas. Nick, Nick Taylor. Taylor. Nick Taylor. Crazy yeah. how much. Like, we would know his name and have talked about him if he right. did win. Exactly. And but there's, there's been, like, five guys who are the top guys and then just that one new guy. Yeah. And finally, the new guy prevails. It's been an unbelievable year. But Scripted. looking forward to the players. Crazy, crazy time for the players. I can't wait. I'm going to Thailand this week, and I'm somehow going to figure out yeah. how to watch it. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a great week. Yeah. It's going to be this. Everyone everyone who's playing well right now, it's, it's just an unbelievable time for golf. And who is your safe bet of the week? Let's just go into it. My safe bet of the week, I mean, you just knocked the wind out of my sails on this guy. Scotty Scheffler, two, top 10, plus 120. Okay. That's just easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Top 10? Yeah. All right. The guy finishes like first, second, or third every week. It's true. No matter where he is, he somehow just finishes right I'm pretty there. sure he's never played well here. It's going to change. Which it can. It's actually a decent golf course for him. Yeah. But generally speaking, people who have had previous success at the players tend to keep playing well. It's so, And usually the, the best players usually win it. Cam Smith. Like Rory. If you drop Cam Smith into the tournament this week, how do you think he plays? He didn't play very well at the live event, and he missed a cut in Qatar a couple of weeks ago. Like he actually hasn't been playing great since his win in Australia. So I don't really know how to answer that. Just because, like, I think it's still there. He didn't play bad at the live event. Yeah, it's just compared to that field. Um, like I, I feel like top tens at the live events aren't weighted the same as the top ten in full field event. If I'm hmm. just being frank, but probably just fine because. Again, players who've played well here continue to play well here. That's been the one thing about the players. I'm going to go with a random, a random safe bet of the week. So there's this part with tournament matchups. And we have Patrick Cantley minus 130 versus Jason Day plus 105. And I'm going to ride with Jason, Jason Day, Day, who's been red hot at I plus 105. you were going to ride with Jason Day. Nico wanted me to pick Jason Day to win the tournament. He didn't do badly. Dude, his swing is looking really good. Way better. Also, my guy Cam Young is on the rise. Cam Young is on the rise. He clearly just took the entire summer off. He finished top ten. Yeah, obviously he just didn't do anything. <laughs> clearly, he just took time off and 
He's been on the rise. He's getting better. He's getting better every week. Yeah. And so. Well, he was like two, three shots out of winning at the AP. Yeah. And so he his straight tournament matchup is Victor Hovland minus 130 and Cam Young plus 105. Yeah. Take any guy against Victor Hovland. The only way he finished remotely close on the leaderboard because he holed out four times during the tournament. Yeah. Like, that's just shit. That's just luck. Yeah. Although yeah, his short yeah. game is looking fucking fire. It is actually looking good. Like, all those chips were just saucy, but right. they don't go in the hole. Yeah. You know? He, yeah, he's been playing. He hasn't been playing great. He played okay last week, but. Yeah. But, like, do we realize how much four shots makes a difference? If he finishes huge. four shots worse, he's probably middle bottom of the leaderboard. Yeah. Yeah. He could have MC'd. Actually, with, yeah. With, like, those three shots. Yeah, with the hole in one and everything. Yeah. yeah. All right, Roy McIlroy minus one thirty, John Rahm plus one hundred five. Who am I taking? I'm I'm gonna hammer like six of these. By the way, I like personally. That. I like that. John Rahm plus one hundred five. No, Rory minus one thirty. Rory's no, been chirping. Rory's got the world on his shoulders. And he does do pretty well when that happens. Rom showed me a little bit of mental uh, instability at the AP because he was complaining about the course. No, just Tiger Woods. If he would have shot seven under would have literally buried everyone in his tracks. And he was getting compared to Tiger that day and then <laughs> shot four over. Tiger shot seven, five, 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 and just killed all of you. I will say the scoring average on Friday afternoon was super high. Yeah. He did shoot above the scoring average. He can't adapt because he hits one shot. Yes, he could. Like, Tiger would have hit it low, high, Yo, right to left, left to right. That's why Scotty's okay. First of all, you're wrong. John Rahm works it both ways. He does, but his trajectories and stuff, he doesn't really work. No. And he hits yeah, a draw no. only if he has to. Yeah, but he's pretty good at it. Like, his draw stats are, like, pretty good. Those don't really, like, hold up all the time. When you're on, it's on. But also, how often does Scotty draw it? Scotty hits every shot. Scotty doesn't. He, he hits literally cuts. hits whatever the shot calls for. He literally hits cuts like that's all why the I like time. it. Like he hits the right shot. You're not no listening to what. me. He hits cuts. He like primarily only hits cuts. I'm sure, but if yeah. the hole calls for a draw or the shot calls for a draw for him to work it high, work it low, yeah. he's gonna do that. Yeah, like hole 18 so at waste wrong. management, he wasn't cutting it. He was drawing it off the the right side. If he missed it, he missed it right. Yeah, so was I'm, I'm sure John was too. I mean, I just have a hard time. Okay, do you think Rory works it both ways? Not really. When Rory starts cutting it and he's comfortable with it, that's when he's like unfucking touchable. Right. When he can hit it both ways. Rory can win hitting one shot. That is what's like so impressive. Right. But when he's doing them all, you can't touch him. Do you like Max Homa? Yeah, I love Max Homa. He, do- he doesn't draw it. I know. He likes Not to hit one only bit. one shot, and I think that's his like downfall. Once he starts to like be able to work it but i know he's played well at big boy courses too he, against the big boys he like only he's starts won. struggling when his cut's not on he starts hitting so the that's yanks. what i'm saying you know he starts hitting the yanks well okay according to like high level decade golf data you shouldn't work the ball you just you stick should to just your, try and hit it straight you should just try to hit your one shot your yeah. one shot shape i agree when it comes in terms of like averages sure if you're gonna do right. that you're gonna have. I know we're rambling on. If you're gonna do that, you're gonna have the best chance per se. But to win a golf tournament, sometimes you got to go against the book. All I'm saying is, I think you're quite biased towards Scotty. <laughs> no, I For think Jordan Spieth is the same. 
He hits every shot. When he was on, then he got to this point to where he tried to only hit one shot. Right, only hit a cut. Like, I think JT... JT hits, I think, every shot. Right, JT hits a ton of different shots. I yeah. like Tom Kim because I think he doesn't Tom hit every shot. Tom is very one-dimensional. Because he can't he just really hits it dead straight it's not like he can hit it really high and all sorts of stuff he just hits a dead straight it's like, a pretty he straight move. and the then he'll, he'll curve it a little yeah i love like bubba you know i mean that's I, that probably just tarnished my name but it's okay that's what i'm saying like i <clears throat> i think you're just biased against john Rahm. no i love john Rahm. That. but i'm just not not about the tiger comparisons oh for sure nor is he for the record which is okay, cool. He's just like, why do you guys do this? Like, do you guys realize how good Tiger is? Anyways, all right. I think those. So okay, I am going to. I I think I'm going to stick with my original. I'm riding with Jason Day. Over. Uh, Jason Day plus one of five over Patrick Cantley. Yeah, that's that's sweet. Minus one thirty. Although Cantley is number four in the world, he's been playing all right. Okay, what's your bad bet of the week? Uh, hold on. I had a really good one here. It's got to be plus five hundred or more. Plus five hundred or more, give or take. You can, you can. All right. Fudge it this guy's bit. playing well, and I kind of want to go Ricky Fowler. Top twenty. Uh huh. Why is this saying Ricky? Plus two forty. I'll give you that. Top ten. Sorry. Top ten at five hundred. Right. Yes. Yes. That's what I want. Whoa. Ricky's been playing well. Ricky plays well here. Ricky does play well there. I think he's kind of knocking on the door. He's no, he's definitely playing great. I think he can top 10 here. Jason Day's playing way better than he is. Jason Day is playing pretty fucking good, too. I just don't want to hop on the Jason Day train yet. Why? Because once I do, I won't get off <laughs> for a little while. <laughs> okay. Fair. I just think this is such a ball striker's golf course, and I just want to pick someone who hits the ball really, really well. And so, Tom Kim, former, not far enough. Cam Young. I'm going Sahith Thigala. I just saw that name. I love him. Yeah. I hope he He's wins. He's playing some well too. He's just like so this. hot or cold. Just so hot or cold. Because he has that big old fade, and sometimes yeah. it just fades too much. He does struggle. His his. Why does it now like going overcut? He just likes it that way. I mean, he definitely rotates and cuts across it. and He just likes it like that. He sees it that way. Open, laid off, cut across it. But his driving stats aren't very good this year, and everything else is actually pretty good. Yeah. Last year was flip-flopped. He wasn't putting well. So it's very strange. So I'm actually going to get off of that, and I'm going to go Xander Schauffele, top 10 plus 260. Xander to do anything is a good bet. I feel like he's going to get a big win soon, too. Yeah. I just feel like he's just kind of due. But he never really quite wins it. God, if Xander and Pat went over to live, this would be such a different world. Which was like the rumors for a while. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Who knows? All right. Anything else? Do we have a worst fist problem of the week? Kurt Kitayama, no fist bump. <laughs> Kurt Kitayama, no fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really do anything, huh? He's just not that guy. Huh. From what I hear, he's just very like quiet, doesn't really talk to anyone. When he does programs, doesn't really talk to anyone. Same thing with Bo Hosler. Just golfing? Just golfing, not that social. Which is interesting because like, 
all of my friends who are a lot, a lot of them are friends with him, and I'm surprised I haven't met him. Love him to death. Say he's the most social guy. But when it comes mm. to you people, it just it just takes him a minute to warm up. I'm sure. And then and he's still young. That comes with time. Yeah. Yeah. When he turns 35, I'm sure he'll be a lot better at it. Like Tiger hopefully. was never social, and yeah. now he's Rory too. I'm sure he was social with like new people and like donors and things. Tiger like that. used to walk right by kids and not sign autographs. Yeah, he was in the zone. It was after the round, Josh. Yeah, he's always in the zone. <laughs> It's a lifestyle, dude. It's a lifestyle, a lifestyle, not a choice. It's not momentary. Oh, my gosh. All right. Got anything else? I think that's it. I think we're good. Wow, this is a very golf-heavy podcast. It was, yeah. The Bad Bounce Podcast. The Bad Bounce Podcast. Thank you. 